0: Tonight, the cost of quarantine hotels. New questions about the tab at one Alberta facility. Debating the price paid by
1: taxpayers. Has anybody been fired for this waste?
0: To protect the safety and the health of Canadians. Government spending under scrutiny. When 911 calls, don't work do
2: I have to copy
0: and paste it over do I have to manually dial it over an alarming outage on landlines across Atlantic Canada plus phasing out more plastic this is really a big push for customer behavior changes at the grocery checkout and a check-in on the war against waste
3: it's time for Canada to catch up.
4: CTV
2: National News with Omar Sachedina.
0: Good evening, everyone. In the darkest moments of the pandemic, governments spent money fast for all kinds of measures. And tonight, there's new insight into the cost of one quarantine hotel. CTV's Annie Bergeron Oliver on the documents put forward in the House of Commons and the questions that followed about the price tag.
5: Throughout the pandemic, tens of thousands of people were forced into quarantine hotels. The Weston Calgary Airport operated from June 2020 to October 2022, and documents tabled in Parliament show it cost nearly $27 million for meals and lodging, including $6.7 million in the fiscal year that started in 2022. During that final year, when restrictions had eased, only 15 people stayed there. Though the government admits there was no single data repository for part of that time, so the information available may underreport the number of admissions. The numbers are from the government's response to a question by Conservative
1: MP Michelle Rempel-Garner. It raises a lot of questions about what else is being mismanaged. Certainly this is one incident in Calgary. How many other hotels did
6: did uh, this happen at?
5: Quarantine hotels were introduced in 2020 to try and slow the spread of COVID-19. A move countries including Australia, New Zealand and China made as well. By August 2021, after the government's federal advisory panel had recommended they stop, their use was severely curbed. Do you think it's good value for money the federal health minister didn't want to comment, but offered this response in question period.
0: Our primary responsibility has been and remains to protect the safety and the health of Canadians, including the tens of thousands of people who had to access the designated quarantine facilities.
5: A response the transport minister reiterated.
1: During the pandemic, we did a lot of extraordinary things to protect the health and safety of Canadians. The hotels
5: were controversial from the start, with concerns over conditions in some facilities.
1: We had
2: limited clothing, no supplies for the kids.
5: Larry Kennedy, his wife, and two young children quarantined in Toronto after returning from South Africa during the start of the 2021 Omicron wave.
2: We were there four nights. We had no hot water. It took us two days to get a microwave. Um, food was provided, but. Below, below a comfort zone.
5: Late tonight, we spoke to the minister's office, which couldn't provide more context around the number of people that stayed at the Calgary Hotel, Omar, or the costs.
0: All right, Annie, thank you. The pandemic exposed weaknesses in the way Canada cares for its most vulnerable, especially seniors in long-term care homes. Today, Ottawa unveiled new national standards for assisted living facilities. But as CTV's Judy Trin reports, critics say the new guidelines
7: lack teeth. Seniors bore the brunt of COVID's early wrath, an avalanche of death, neglect and failed health protocols during the first wave of the pandemic. Today, the federal government introduced what it calls stronger, better standards for long-term care.
3: As a a nurse who went back to the pandemic uh, in in the long-term care home in my own community to volunteer, uh, these are going to make a
7: huge difference in the lives of seniors. The centerpiece of the guidelines, four hours of care per resident per day. Also, improve construction and renovation standards for buildings and better
8: hygiene protocols. Every premier and health minister that has cried openly and shed a tear and saying this is a travesty that we should never repeat, well, now you've got the blueprint.
7: But there are no plans to make the standards mandatory. It's more wallpaper. Not good enough for Betty Yakimenko. Her mother lives at this Ottawa care home. Of 160 residents, 60% were infected and 47 died during the first wave. Yakimenko has joined other families to sue the operator for neglect, but wants the government to hold providers accountable. It's not being legislated at this point in time, so um, really it's just more paper. As of July 2022... 17,000 people have died of COVID in long-term care facilities. Many deaths were blamed on staff shortages. The NDP says that also needs to be addressed.
0: We know that we're not going to make any progress in this area unless we
8: have sufficient staffing who are properly resourced in long-term care homes.
7: The federal government has earmarked more than $3 billion to improve long-term care. But the parliamentary budget officer estimates that fixing the system will require more than $13 billion annually. Omar.
0: All right, Judy, thank you. Canada's opioid crisis has also come at a cost. A terrible human toll British Columbia is confronting by becoming the first province to decriminalize some illicit drugs. Today was the first day of the pilot project and also when the B.C. coroner revealed those drugs took the lives of almost 2,300 British Columbians last year, about six per day.
3: Drug toxicity remains the leading cause of unnatural deaths in B.C., significantly surpassing the total of deaths due to motor vehicle incidents, self-harm and homicide
0: combined. Emergency calls in the Maritimes didn't reach anyone today for hours. 911 service was knocked out to homes and businesses after the main system and the backup failed. CTV's Atlantic Bureau Chief Creason Adjkutay on The Disconnect.
8: For more than three hours this morning, 911 services were unreachable in Nova Scotia, New Brunswick and PEI for people using landlines. Today's 911 outage was an event never before experienced in our province. An emergency alert in Nova Scotia put out one hour later described it as a 911 issue and prompted people to call their local emergency services directly, causing confusion for Kirk Hall.
2: I was in a bit of a panic about whether or not I was going to be able to get through.
8: During his morning commute, Hall's van suddenly caught fire. His 911 call got through, but he admits there was much uncertainty.
2: I didn't even know that it was just landlines. I figured cell phone service was down too.
8: NEW BRUNSWICK AND PEI ONLY RELIED ON LOCAL NEWS UPDATES OR SOCIAL MEDIA TO GET THE WORD OUT.
1: THE FACT THAT WE DIDN'T RECEIVE AN ALERT IS ALARMING. IT'S A HUGE CONCERN.
8: IN A STATEMENT BELL ALLIANT OWNED BY BELL, CTV'S PARENT COMPANY SAID THE OUTAGE HAD TO DO WITH PREPARATIONS FOR NEW BRUNSWICK'S TEN-DIGIT AREA CODE. THE ROOT CAUSE WAS A SOFTWARE UPDATE INTRODUCED AT 6 A.M. WHICH TRIGGERED UNEXPECTED CALL PROCESSING FAILURES TO 911. Following the aftermath of Hurricane Fiona, Bell Alliant was heavily criticized because landlines were unable to call 911 without power. The company again promised outages like this won't happen again. What happened today is now under review, and the minister responsible for emergency management here said that the issue could have cost someone their life. Omar. Thank you. At least two lives
0: have been lost south of the border because of a deadly ice storm. Watches and warnings stretch from Texas to West Virginia. Freezing rain caused hundreds of collisions and knocked out power to thousands. Nearly 2,000 flights were cancelled and another 3,000 delayed. And frustration is building for thousands of Canadian air travelers who had their plans disrupted during the holidays. As CTV's Jill Makishon reports, the number of complaints has grown to such a level. Passengers are being told to take a number by the very agency meant to protect them.
6: If you want to know how many air travel complaints are backlogged in the Canadian Transportation Agency today, look at this. Case number 36,241 and climbing.
8: We have no expectation here back within probably within the next 18 months to, to two years.
6: Dave Britton is waiting for a decision after his family trip was cancelled. One of hundreds dropped, delayed or detoured by a Canadian airline over the December holidays. Denied compensation by WestJet, he's parked his problem with the CTA.
8: The system works even remotely the way it's supposed to. I think we will get compensated.
6: There have been 6,395 new air travel complaints since December 21st, with the top three vacation airlines at the top of the list Air Canada with 2,028 complaints, WestJet 1,951, and 761 complaints against Sunwing. And how many of those complaints have been reviewed? None. The backlog that's been building for years is still growing
4: we've received more complaints than we have been able to process in a given period of time and we currently have a backlog of about 36,000 complaints
6: 18 months is the wait time now but it's likely to rise as passenger claims do so as a lawyer you have serious concerns about this adam paulovich says it's too long to wait a lawyer also a passenger his family's return flight from mexico was detoured and delayed he's considering small claims court
4: Ultimately, the parliamentarians need to, you know, strengthen this legislation so that consumers are protected.
1: We are taking action and we're going to do what we can to fix the system. That
6: may require additional funding. $11 million was given to the CTA last year to hire temporary workers and help ease the backlog. That funding is set to run out at the end of March. Omar.
0: All right, Joe, thank you. A final sendoff for a plane dubbed the Queen of the Skies as Boeing delivered the last 747 it will ever make to cargo carrier Atlas Air.
9: As it slowly begins to roll, we advance the thrust levers to the takeoff position.
0: The original jumbo jet revolutionized air travel, ferrying millions of passengers. The space shuttle and U.S. presidents. The massive plant in Everett, Washington, manufactured more than 1,500 of the planes. The 747 will be replaced by newer, more fuel-efficient aircraft. Anger over French President Emmanuel Macron's planned pension reforms sparked nationwide protests today. More than a million people voiced their anger at raising the retirement age from 62 to 64. While the protests were mostly peaceful, there were scattered clashes between riot police and demonstrators, and at least 30 arrests. Macron insists the changes are necessary to ensure the pension system is viable. A global pledge on disarmament made under Canada's leadership more than 25 years ago has been breached in Ukraine after Russia's invasion, according to a new report by Human Rights Group. And as CTV's Washington Bureau Chief Joy Malvin reports, the violator is not Vladimir Putin.
9: When Ukraine's tanks rolled in, liberating the eastern city of Izium from Russian occupation last fall, Human Rights Watch sent a team down to investigate Russian atrocities. What they found was alarming. Ukrainian forces appear to have extensively scattered landmines around the Izium area, causing civilian casualties and posing an ongoing risk. It's a shocking accusation. Ukraine is one of hundreds of nations that signed the Ottawa Treaty, banning these inhumane weapons designed to maim and tear off limbs.
2: It was extraordinarily disturbing to me. Russia's war crimes, Russia's use of anti-personnel mines does not justify use of this banned weapon by Ukraine.
9: Ukraine is believed to be one of the most mined nations in the world. It's riddled with them, showing up all over social media. Taking issue with the report, this Ukrainian lawmaker.
6: They do not report
2: about rape of Ukrainian women under occupation. So, you know, this uh, one-sidedness and blaming the victim.
9: In a statement, Ukraine's government says it will investigate, but insists... It's exercising its right to self-defense and won't comment on specific weapons until after the war.
1: I think it's troubling to
8: all of us.
9: Canada's Lloyd Axworthy, who has battled to rid the world of landmines, is urging immediate action.
8: Let's really put the heat, and I think our, our foreign minister and others should make the case, that Ukraine has to provide a transparent investigation of this charge.
9: The fear is Ukraine could lose the moral high ground and military support at a time when House Republicans are threatening no more blank checks to fund Ukraine's war against Russia. Omar?
0: All right, Joy, thanks. The death toll in the suicide bombing at a mosque in Pakistan has risen to 100, and most of those killed were police. Rescuers removed mounds of debris from the collapsed roof and recovered more bodies today. More than 200 were injured. The attack inside the high-security police zone is the deadliest in Peshawar in a decade. That is also how long it's been since Afghanistan experienced the kind of winter it's seeing right now. With extreme cold temperatures that are so far below normal, the Taliban government says nearly 160 people have died. CTV's Daniel Hamamjan reports on the threat.
1: Afghanistan is so cold these days, and Afghans so poor. In one case, a mother woke up to find her sick three month old boy frozen to death in her arms. Shamila has no picture she can remember her baby by. His face was very bright. He had big eyes, a narrow nose, and black hair, she says. What no parent can ever forget is the agony of having to choose between heating a home or feeding a child. According to the United Nations, six million Afghans are, quote, knocking on famine's door in what is the coldest winter in 15 years. Temperatures have dipped as low as minus 34 in the middle of an economic crisis that has spiraled out of control. What's more, the Taliban have banned women from working with aid groups, let there be
3: no ambiguity. Tying the hands of NGOs by barring
1: women from giving life-saving support to other women will cost lives. Their humanitarian work in many cases has had to be suspended.
4: Food distribution, for example, needs women to understand how it can reach the most vulnerable. The most vulnerable population in any humanitarian aid program, including in Afghanistan, are women and girls.
1: In all, 28 million people in Afghanistan depend on U.N. assistance. It's the largest humanitarian aid program in the world. Omar.
0: Heartbreaking images. Danielle, thank you. And a reminder that this Friday, CTV Genevieve Beauchemin will be exploring the dangers of escaping the Taliban in her reporter's notebook. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern on CTV News Channel and also will be streaming on Crave. A young couple in their 20s, engaged to be married, have received a hefty sentence in Iran for dancing at the foot of Tehran's Freedom Tower. Human rights activists say they've been convicted of promoting corruption, prostitution, and national security offenses, and they've received a penalty of 10 years in jail each. All of this comes as Tehran deals with a wave of anti-government protests that began in September after 22-year-old Masa Amini died in police custody. Time for a short break, but when we come back. Other countries have
3: gone far, much farther than Canada.
0: The battle against plastic pollution.
2: Plus, it has a sort of iridescent green color.
0: A rare chance to catch a comet. No-name products at Loblaw's supermarkets are likely going to cost more. Canada's biggest grocer will not be extending its price freeze on the brand, a three-month pledge that expired today, even though shoppers are still dealing with high food prices. And the pharmacy chain owned by the giant is making another big change at the checkout counters to fall in line with an ambitious plan. CTV's Adrian Gobriel reports.
4: If you're at a shopper's drug mart checkout this week, you may notice the usual plastic bags are vanishing.
1: We're transitioning out of them completely for Shoppers Drug Mart with the intention of having them nationally removed from all of our banners by uh, April 2023.
4: The drugstore's parent company Loblaws is just the latest major player to pivot away from plastic bags as the federal government rolls out its ban on some single-use items.
3: These products can last years or hundreds of years in the environment continuing to cause harm but we might only use them for a few seconds like to stir a coffee or carry groceries to our car.
4: It's now illegal in Canada to import or manufacture plastic checkout bags, cutlery, stir sticks, and straws, though these items only make up about 3% of the country's plastic waste.
3: The single-use plastic ban that we have right now coming up is good, but it's definitely not enough.
4: Just last week, Greenpeace Canada, along with more than 60 environmental and health organizations, sent out this letter calling on the federal government to add these items to their banned plastics list, including cups, lids, bottles, caps, wraps, and more.
3: They have a disproportionate impact on litter, and we see them a lot every day on our streets and on our shorelines.
4: When the federal government announced its ban on their list of plastics, the environment minister had this to say.
8: Our ultimate goal is zero plastic waste.
4: Though environmentalists believe that Canada could be doing much more right now.
3: France starting in January this year, uh, all restaurants have to serve you on reusable dishes for dine-in. So you can walk into McDonald's and get a happy meal on reusable dishes with a reusable cup and reusable utensils.
4: A ban on the sale of plastics currently deemed problematic by the federal government comes into effect this coming December. Adrian Gobriel, CTV News, Toronto.
0: Still ahead, A woman's frightening close call inside her living room. Some incredible video out of Hawaii tonight. Surveillance video captured the terrifying moment when a boulder crashed through a home. The five-foot-high rock plowed through the second floor, narrowly missing the owner. Basically, I'm in shock. I refuse to look at the video, so you know I'm not
6: sure as how close. But everybody's telling me, you know, I'm lucky and you know, being God is with me.
0: Her family had only been in the newly built hillside home for a week. Pop star powerhouse The Weeknd picked up six Juno nominations today, leading the pack for the third year in a row. Among the categories the Toronto singer is up for, single, album, and artist of the year. Avril Lavigne and newcomer Tate McRae trail close behind with five nods each. The winners will be announced in March at a ceremony in Edmonton. After the break, the Cosmic Visitor making a special cameo. If you look up, way up, you may get a glimpse of a rare celestial treat that hasn't been visible in the night sky since the Stone Age. CTV's John Venvali-Rao on when to catch the green comet.
2: Peering through his rooftop telescope, Vancouver's Rob Lyons is among those astronomers who, with his camera, has captured the comet in all of its greenish glory. It's just spectacular, and there's a really long ion trail coming out from the comet as well so uh, it's quite a sight to behold a sight telescopes have been training on for the last month as it approached a comet that was discovered last year by astronomers in california which on wednesday will pass by 40 million kilometers away from us and while its green color has gotten lots of hype that's puzzling some astronomers everybody says it's the green comet most comets are green but notably the last time this particular comet swung by our planet was around 50,000 years ago. Back then, woolly mammoths were still around. A comet thought to have come from the distant, mysterious region of our solar system called the Oort Cloud made up of icy pieces of space debris.
4: It's pretty exciting to see them.
2: Amateur astronomer Tim Doucette recently got some shots from his deep sky observatory near Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, including this time lapse. I'm always fascinated by anything I can see up in space. Some places are having public viewing parties. To see it, you'll want to at least use binoculars away from city lights. And most likely, you'll just see a fuzzy blob with pictures like these giving the best look. Oh, got it. A comet astronomers think may never come by again. And if it does, perhaps not for another 50,000 years. John Venevalli Rao, CTV News, Toronto.
0: Incredible universe. And that's a snapshot of this Tuesday for all of us at CTV National News. Good night. Thank you.